Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after Lord banter. Welcome to After Lodge. I'm Jason. Joined as always by Harlan. Me? That would be me. It's Producer episode seventy three. Jason and Harlan, how are we? I'm I'm here. It's episode what? Seventy three. Why do you, why do you have to announce that? Because that's what all the other podcasts do. So when you download the podcast, it tells you on the podcast what episode it is. It's in the show notes. It's on the show title. Yeah, if we you, also don't do like anything that all the other podcasts. Yeah, do. I mean, like, why do we have to announce what show it is? Just so, we, like, we if, need to make a list of things all the other podcasts do, and then are we really gonna like start a list of things we do? Oh. Just oh. Gonna put our phone on silent is what we're really gonna do. Well, it's playing the music is the problem. Then somebody decided to text me I at that we, exact moment. I thought we had a Zoom for this. <laughs> the Zoom died, <laughs> if you'll remember. Yeah, and then you got an iPod, like a real man. Yeah, it's in the car. I don't, oh. I don't update it often. Hmm. I don't use it as much as I use my Zoom. It's uh, it's not as good. Mm. No way near as good. No. What, what, what do you mean it's not as good? It's easier to use? It's not easier to use. It's harder to use. Jason. Okay, it's about it's the an same Apple to use. Product. The, the application that you load the music on for is a little bit more of a pain in the ass than the Zoom was. So iTunes. What? Yeah, well, the Zoom software would just monitor... Like the folder that the music goes in, and all its subfolders. So when you downloaded new music or added new music to your, compu- uh, to your computer, to your computer, you would just add it to the one folder. And whenever you started the Zoom software, it would just say, "Oh, there's new shit in this folder." So we're gonna add it to the Zoom. I know I said the S word. I'm sorry. It's Friday. It's Friday cuss day. Yeah. It is Friday. Friday oh, is casual yeah. cuss day. Why are we recording the podcast on Friday night? We need to. Because right. it's a holiday to honor our fallen heroes this Oh, weekend. that's right. So instead of being out on the town, cutting up the roads and getting into shenanigans. Me and this guy have to work tomorrow. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah, it's, and yeah. if I wasn't here, I would be at home. Mm. Probably engrossed in some nerdy thing. And You're welcome that you know. you're not at home. I love my wife. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So, um... What were we talking about? We were talking about something interesting. It was. Oh, Zoom. To just count on Harlan to just... Yeah. Mark Kool-Aid man right in. Kind of oh, like yeah. I started the whole Zoom the discussion. The difference is, is on, the, on the Apple software, you have to manually add every new 
like there's I an option um, under sync somewhere that says just add new that newly added recently added. Well, it's not about the iPod. Time. It's about for the program itself to see that you have that music. You have to tell iTunes, hey, yeah, there's new music in this folder. Oh. See, the Zoom, you didn't do that. It just said, oh, you've got new music. I mean... That, that does take, like, five seconds? Yeah, Maybe or, you know, you buy it from the iTunes store. Oh. Like, you import your collection <laughs> once. That is an option. Why would I buy it from the iTunes store? I buy my music on Amazon like any reasonable person. Because it's cheaper on Amazon? No. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. No, oh, it's definitely. I just use iTunes as a conduit to connect yeah. my music to Google Music. Oh, you can do that. Fantastic. Oh, that's what I use. I use Google Music. Yes. I pay for it and everything. You can do that. Yeah. Oh. It'll. It'll. Uh, it's. It's in the option for the. We'll talk Google, about this after yeah. the show. I don't know. <laughs> well, it might be something handy to know yeah. for some maybe, of maybe our every listeners. Needs to know this stuff. Yeah. But you mean I can play my Google Music because I don't download most of my Google Music. It's just it'll it's on the, automatically upload anything added to your iTunes library. Oh yeah, upload it to Google Music. But I want to be right. able to play Google Music because like I'll play like just like random playlists. Like I'll find some playlist like you made or Harlan made. Wait, wait, and go I'll listen to it. What do you mean when you say you want to play it? Like on Google Music. Like yeah. I don't have the music that you put on your playlist, but I can go listen to it on Google Music. Okay. I want to be able to do that through iTunes. Why don't you just use Google Music? Well, why, I do. Why even use That's iTunes? That's what I'm doing now. Because sometimes I'm on my computer, and it would be easier if I had my music. And, and it's, we'll talk about it later. So you you just want a software version of Google Music? Well, you got the browser version, so I guess I'll just use that. Uh, that's what I've been doing. I haven't been using iTunes at all. What? Can't you just... What is he even saying? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still rocking the Walkman I got at a yard sale and nice. my giant like portfolio sleeve of burned CDs. Nice. I could believe that, Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Does, it, does it have the skip protection? It does. Uh, this one does. Five I just got seconds it last week. or 30 seconds. Yeah, this is important. Uh, I'm actually not sure. Because the real nice ones had 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it, it works fine sitting in the uh, in the cup holder area in my car. So. Do, you, do you remember, like, when 100-disc CD changers just come out? Yes. And you're like, oh, my God. Yes. And then, like, you, you were like, I'll it. never need to load a CD again. It was like you had a jukebox in your house, dude. Exactly. It was, like, the greatest thing ever. Except, mm-hmm. actually, you didn't know what any of the CDs were, so. Oh, no, I knew what all mine were. Like, I had... You had them cataloged in a notebook. Yeah, I had my CD collection was in alphabetical order. Like, I was very weird about my CD collection back in the day. By album title or by artist? Artist. And then it was advertised by album title once you got to the artist. I implemented a new security paradigm at work because of HIPAA and all this, so that, like, any media that you plug into any of our systems anywhere has to be encrypted with, like, our keys and stuff. Mm -hmm. Turns out that applies to the CD drive. So now my entire Elton John collection is useless to me at work. That's the reaction that your cousin oh, had. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cousin yeah. Elton John. How did you not laugh at that? I, uh, I'm sad for Wasn't a lot. Wasn't a joke. You, you laugh at my misfortune. Is um. So how was your week, buddy? Oh, boy. Well, um, hey, we went to lunch hey, Tuesday. Yeah. You told me they weren't having lunch. We went to a building uh, Tuesday. Yeah, we sat around at so the end I of the road. There, like, this lodge starts 30 minutes before every other lodge in our district. Okay. So I get there an hour before they start. Before they start? Before, yeah. Okay. So I'm an hour before gavel time at this lodge. Got it. 
I'm guessing they don't do dinner. I, I don't know. Both times I've been there before, they did dinner, but it was two special nights. So I didn't know. I didn't care. I'd already ate. Okay. I was just going to go hang out because, like, I know some of the dudes from this lodge and they're cool dudes. Yeah. Um. Nobody was there. Parking lot was locked. Mm. So I said, hmm, that's weird. So I go on up the road to the little town that it's in and park in a parking lot and look at my phone for a few minutes. Ride back over to the lodge. It's it's now 40 minutes before gavel time. Uh, somebody's okay. surely shown up by now. Yeah. No, parking lot's still locked. <laughs> hmm. So uh, I give uh, H-Dog over there a call. Said, uh, hey, Harlan, uh, there ain't nobody here at this lodge, dude. You sure you got this meeting night right? That's what it says on the Grand Lodge website. How could the Grand Lodge website be wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, but there ain't nobody there. Well, I'll be there in about 10, 15 minutes, so we'll see then. All right. So I go for a little drive up a mountain and stuff. Just took a random road for 10 minutes. Jesus. Just took a random, you know, drive up a road for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for 10 minutes and then Drive come the back. Mountains. That's, that's kind of like your hobby. And then uh, sat there for about five minutes and Harlan shows up. And now it's 15 minutes before gavel time. All right. Parking lot still. Nobody. Locked up. I like pull in a driveway like I'm parked in the driveway beside the, the lodge. If Harlan, like taking this story exponentially outwards, mm-hmm. if Harlan is the second person to show up somewhere, shit's gone bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anywhere, for any occasion. Absolutely. Wherever, whenever. Absolutely. Something's it's, wrong. Yeah, it's not right. So right. he pulls up, Continue. and we're like basically blocking a dude's driveway. And the only thing I can think is it's election day. Maybe their bylaws say they're dark on election day. And he's like, yep, yeah, that makes sense, actually. I should have thought of that. Then a carload of four dudes pulls up and unlocks the gate. And Harley goes, I thought y'all started at such and such time. And he looks at his watch. Now it's five minutes before gavel time. It's five minutes before the gavel drops. This sounds like a lodge I need to be a part of. And he says, I thought y'all opened it, whatever time it was, six o'clock. Okay. wasn't six o'clock, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, we do. Looks at his watch like, I'm not late. We got five whole minutes. Unlocks the gate. And then we're out there. And so I'm on the porch, smoking. Because I'm going to smoke one before I go in. Mm-hmm. Look at my watch. It's a minute past gavel time. Hmm. The lodge wound up starting about 15, 20 minutes late. Nice. Now, here's my question. Is the Grand Lodge Oompa Loompa? Are you going to report what this? What do you do? Are you going to report this late start? They started more like five minutes late. Yeah. yeah I don't think so. Hmm. Looked, looked at my watch. That's what my report said. Looked, looked at my watch. Also, there's a past Grand Master that's a secretary of this lodge yeah. that... Uh, Nah. He was well. It's not his fault. He was working the polls. That's why he was late. Yeah, and even even still, well, maybe they had made plans to start late that day because they knew he was going to be late. He's like this guy that everybody loves and remembers when he was grandmaster, and like that guy, mm-hmm. great guy. Everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Famous in our fraternal circle. Yep. Secretary of this small town lodge that he's retired to after traveling yep. the the whole state with Grand Lodge all those years. And then you show up, and he likes to make make you uncomfortable as a young upstart Oompa Loompa by just, uh-huh. like, showering you with undue attention and reverence and all of that jazz. Uh-huh. And it's coming from him, so somehow it doesn't make you feel good. So you're Because ta- you're just standing there like, I don't deserve this, I don't deserve this, please stop. You're talking not about, like, you. what the chaplain does when he's trolling somebody. Yeah, except he's not trolling. Or if he is, he's just much better at it than the chaplain. Like hmm. he. So it's, like, genuine. 
Yeah, and that makes it even worse. Because hmm. you're like, dude, you're, you're, you So he's either stop. a really good troll, or yeah. he's just... No, oh, yeah. What the hell was that? I don't know. I believe that was an earthquake. Huh. Uh, probably. 1.2? So, yeah, but we had Lodge. Had a good time. Chatted with him afterwards. I yeah. left kind of quickly. I, I peddled some Grand Lodge pins. And yeah, he, to be kind of, he kind of embarrassed me here. Mm. Let me tell you what he does to All me. All right. You know, I, I, I'm I'm his assistant on these road trips. It's my job. Yeah. I assist him. Yeah. You got to follow him around, make sure he doesn't forget anything. Yeah. So they know we're a team. Okay. It's like me and him, we're tied together and everybody's mine. All right. I mean, I'm a lesser team. That's, I'm that's like problematic for my fraternal resume, by the way. I'm like carry on. an assistant. I, I, I would have put it more like the superhero and the sidekick, but team. That's fine. Superhero, <laughs> sidekick. That makes more sense. Like, okay. I'm not the big dog. <clears throat> I'm not. It's not a binary star system on these trips. It's more like a. You don't have the cape. He a has satellite. the cape. Yeah, it's like a satellite. But you like still get the mask. He's Earth. I'm the Moon. It's like that. All right. But we're together. Yeah. Like one of them leaves. Like weird stuff's yeah. gonna happen. You still need each other. Exactly. So he so, stands up and spends so spends five minutes. Fuck, he was listening to that. Yeah. Okay. He spends five minutes selling these pins that he's got for sale. They go to veterans. Okay. Is this in Lodge? Before in Lodge? Lodge. No, Lodge? this is during oh, his big speech. This is during, okay, yeah. Pedals. That's a, yeah, that's a good time to do that, Harlan. That's when you're supposed to do it. Pedals these pins. All right. A couple guys come up to him and like, I'd like to buy one of these pins. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me go get you one. And I walk out the car with him because I'm smoking before I leave, you know, and I'm yeah. talking to him as we're walking to his car so we can get the pins. Ain't no pins. Oh. He's like, oh. I forgot the pins. Spent five minutes selling the pins, didn't have any pins. Yeah. Yeah, I know what that makes me look like, because they're automatically assuming I'm in charge of the supplies Clearly, of the you were the one who was supposed yeah. to bring the pins. He sells the pins, you carry the pins. I'm like the pack That's mule. That's how it works. I'm like his assistant, so it must be my fault that he doesn't have these pins for sale. Like, I kind of still believe that. Well, it's not true. Hmm. Remember, you know that box he's now carrying around? Like, as the we don't year talk goes about the box. box. The box gets more and more bigger. <laughs> Okay. Like his, he calls it my lodge box. Mm, <laughs> and it's, it's literally it's the box of shame. It's literally a cardboard box he walks around with. It's got all <laughs> kinds of crap in it. Well, the pins were in that box that he had left here, sitting on this desk. Okay. The box is shameful. We we don't talk about the box. Have we talked about the secretary box? I don't think we I'm have. Surprised no. he hasn't right, realized so the solution to this problem so yet. You, before you go on, you brothers that are they're out there or listening, just go ahead and go on. Oh, well, carry on, because this is something else. You already killed I got, it. I got to Go explain ahead. the box. Whatever. It's done. All right, fine. So, everybody knows secretaries from local lodges. Next time you see them, pay attention to whether or not they're carrying their briefcase or whether they have a box. The box in the secretary world is an item of shame. Because what the box says is that you're behind. You're way behind. Like, so behind that you can't fit all the stuff you need to put like in your briefcase, so you got to carry it in a box. So I've, in this box, I have a bunch of forms that have come through. I haven't been able to process yet, like the minute book, because I'm behind on getting the minutes for the next meeting, stuff for our social club, like all this stuff that if I if I was caught up, it could just all fit in my briefcase rather nicely, and it, it's it's there. Now, so, the worst case of this I've ever seen oh, is uh, of the secretary box is a guy to lodge around here. And he got put in the secretary's chair like as a fresh M.M., the one before him is what I'm talking oh. about. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> How does guys. that happen? Uh, there's nobody else would take it. And he, and he was, and misfortune. And he was too young of a mason to realize that he just got screwed. That's cool. Yeah. 
Oh no, he's way in over his head. That dude is like what? quicksand, well. like so far away. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been to this lodge. lodge by the river. You've been to this lodge. It's in got this it. county. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. It. Um, that's, that's, I mean, bull stuff. Bull hockey. Uh, but the secretary before him had the biggest Rubbermaid tote <laughs> that you can buy, <laughs> and it was one of the clear ones. Yeah. And, and, like, it wasn't organized at all. Like, there were just scrunched up papers in the corners, like, all over the place. It was just, like, it, it almost looked like garbage. Like, in like, like he just had to go dig in every time he wanted yeah. something. Yeah. And that's what he carried to Lodge. Every time I saw this guy walking in a Lodge, he would park his car, open up the trunk, get out the biggest Rubbermaid tote they make. That I mean, his arms were stretched out, like, you know. Yeah, carry the yeah. thing. I've, I've, I've seen those. They're and he big. would carry it in. And, and knowing Harlan the way I do, I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't have like a 100-gallon briefcase just so he doesn't have to carry the box. No. Well, the secretary and master's briefcases we had recently were literally Samsonite suitcases. Hmm. <laughs> like whenever I got that job, it was a Samsonite suitcase, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not carrying that. I remember nope. that suitcase. It's just going to go under the desk because I ain't <clears throat> carrying that thing. I'll go buy another one. It was large. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, we're not talking about the secretaries who, for whatever reason, can't file their stuff at the lodge. Like, because there are some lodges, like, if you share a building or whatever, the secretary's yeah, going to have yeah, a yeah, giant yeah. tote with, like, all the files in it. Yeah, no, this is... This is the box the secretary carries with him because he's just so far behind in his organizational nest that he hasn't caught up. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, It's like a no. kid taking a full backpack home. Yeah. He's just got so much shit to do. He needs. He has, it's to, like, he has to. He has to bring the whole. Do you remember like your last day of locker. school when you were in like elementary school and you had to clean out your desk? Yeah. yeah. And like, what your backpack looked like? Because right, it was like right, stuff right. from like the first week of school would be stuffed down in the bottom of your backpack yeah, yeah. from your desk. That's what these totes look like that these secretaries carry around. Mm-hmm. It I can just see that. they've they, got they like probably even have like dinosaur erasers in them. Yeah, they've got like stuff from the night they were erased, <laughs> like in there. <laughs> Said past Grand Master of the Lodge that we went to, who is the secretary, walked in with a minute book and a couple envelopes. Nice. Yeah. Because he's on it. That's a pro. Well, to be fair, he's also retired. Well, yeah. And also not a Grand Lodge Oompa Loompa anymore. Well. That's when all this started. I didn't have a box. He wasn't. I mean, he was an Oompa Loompa one time, but he ended his career as the Willy Wonka. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that he did. He had Oompa Loompas working for him. That's true. I wonder if he made them like do his secretary stuff for his lodge while he was out I'm being sure Willy did. Wonka. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Before I took my job as an Oompa Loompa, I did not have a box. And I prided myself in being a new secretary that doesn't have a box. What's in a box? Now I'm shamefully carrying around this big box and every week when he comes in with the box he's like i'm not carrying this box no more i'm gonna get this lined out before the next meeting it's going back in the briefcase there's not gonna be a box yep every week the box has got another item in it every week yeah so i was really hoping the chaplain be here because i have to ambush the chaplain Uh uh-oh well save it then no i'm doing it now what why because he'll find out about it so harlan when he became secretary upgraded the lodge computer system Okay. With a brand new printer slash scanner. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody... It's that one that goes off or used to go off periodically through the show. Yeah, and it yeah. made me want to punch him in the face. Yes. But uh, somebody... Now, this is all gathered information. This is this is me being like a gumshoe on this case. Okay. Detective Jason. It really, it really does not affect me whatsoever. The printer? I, none of it. 
this whole story that I'm going to tell affects me uh, none you, whatsoever. You like the drama a little bit. I do. I do like the drama, but I'm just saying I'm not That's a major. That's all you're in it for. Yes. Okay. I'm not a major. I'm not a. Dude, this is TMZ stuff. Yeah, I got it. What are you marking down? Don't worry about it. What's he writing? <laughs> what, what is he writing? Uh, nothing. Nothing. So, <laughs> throughout the course of the past year, yeah, somebody's been been burning that that printer up because yeah. it's one of these combo deals. It's got a scanner uh-huh. copier deal on. Uh huh. He uses it frequently. He does. Oh, you mean somebody else? Somebody else. A third party. Like he or went through an entire party. box of paper in like six months. Hmm. Ink for this thing was. Well, I mean, he he took out a second mortgage. He would have got a better car if it hadn't been for the ink. I print I print <laughs> minutes and treasurer's receipts and occasionally like a dues letter or something like a letter I have to send out out of this printer. That's it. Like the printer like ate an entire box of paper. Okay. And he's like, I just bought this paper. Like what? What's going on? All right. And so we had kind of come to the unfair conclusion because Eastern Star they apparently sing hymns. Okay. And the hymns they're going to sing that night. They were printing them out? That's what we thought, because okay. there was always print out. That makes sense. Well, somebody, about two weeks ago, broke the printer. Hmm. Trying to replace the ink, because they ran out of ink. They were trying to replace the ink. They did it wrong. They broke the printer. Wasn't Harlan. Printer? No, it wasn't Harlan. Okay. The printer was broke. Okay. Wasn't N- you. Now, not only did we have... No, wasn't what, me. Wasn't I've me. never used that printer. Because I have no use for a printer. No. What's what? what's that? What? Yeah. What is this, 1994? Exactly. I don't know how to get the tracks lined up with the little holes in the mm-hmm. things and all that. So, we're discussing. Harlan has to buy a new printer. Yeah. And I'm I'm in here discussing with Harlan. Wait, Char- hold on. So, y'all just walked in one day and it was broken there? It wasn't y'all. It was Harlan. Like so, I said, so Harlan I, walked in one day. I'm an after-the-fact kind of guy. Like, I rile well, people I, up I, about I, it. I just want to know who the first person was to see. Harlan. There, there wasn't, like, a note on it that said, hey, no, 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 printer, no. I broke your printer. It printer was just sitting broke. there, smoke coming out of it. Yeah. I came in, and it was sitting there with the red error flashing screen on it. Okay. With a print job stuck in the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's definitely somebody's using it as a copier. Because Harlan checked the print jobs. Fix it. And it wasn't like somebody was over here running a bunch of print jobs. Okay. It was somebody using the copier function. All right. So... We're discussing as he's putting up the new printer. Um, who could have possibly broke the old printer? Yeah. And uh, the past master, the last past master, the junior past master. Yes. Was in the room. And he kind of gives a laugh, a Uh-oh. smirk. And I said, oh, you know who it is? Well, yeah, the only person I've seen using it. Oh, who's that? Okay. Tony. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So I need to get that lamp in Tony's face and find out if he's the one that destroyed the Lodge printer. Oh, you haven't confronted him yet? No, I was wanting to ambush him. To be fair, we're not talking about one of these like $20 rebranded Lexmark no, Dell like printers. No, this is like a 250 printer. This, this is, is a sophisticated printer. For those of you that want to search, it's an Epson WF2540. I kind of wish you hadn't said all this stuff. Now he's going to know it's coming. I don't think he would have otherwise, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> he's never going to come to Lodge again. Because you know he owes me. I owe him. Because two weeks ago, he ambushed me in Open Lodge. Three weeks ago, he ambushed me in Open Lodge. 
Mm, yeah. He tried. It yeah. didn't work. I don't, I don't know if that qualifies as an ambush. But he tried. Yeah. He tried mm. to get you. He's still in contempt of, of my office for that. Not because he attacked Jason, because I approve of that kind of behavior, but because like right. Lodge was getting ready to close, and he drug it out for an extra half an hour. Because yeah. Jason just happened to be unexpectedly prepared right then. Yes. What do you mean unexpectedly prepared? I could have done that any night. Mm. No, I Probably. Mm. I mean, i got to find the stuff. It's in the bag somewhere. It's like That's my personal secretary's box that I'm treasure, so i got less sh- Okay. Oh, yeah. So I I formally announced that he was in contempt of my office, which mm-hmm. we won't speak which of. Which means nothing. And then, oh, it does. It does. I got up, I made my speech. I said, worshipful master, wardens, brothers, Tony, <laughs> make my big speech. <clears throat> Do you want to say something? He asked a question, because I always ask for questions. Anybody have any questions? And then he had a question. I was like, no, you're you're in contempt. You don't get to speak. It it has it has its its penalties. Yeah. So um I also don't shake his hand. Sounds like win win to him for him. I mean really do you chew germs. Mm. Anyway. You know he carries around that Clorox white shit? God. It's right, Cuss Friday. That's three and and it's Cuss Friday. It's casual Friday. Come on, you said it was okay. Friday, Let's man. allow a couple. Bruce, put your pants back on. Oh, it's not that casual? No. Meredith, where's your panties? I don't know how casual I can get. <laughs> how did the skin get on here? What? <laughs> what? What happened? Anyway, so 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 now we have a new prime suspect for the. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure this is case closed. Jason's back. He's taking you up the chamber. Talk to the guy. He's taking up the chamber of reflection, like with all of his files and pictures and surveillance stuff. And he's got the big corkboard back there with like all the little index cards. And I, the got minutes, I got twenty-seven. I got twenty-seven eight by ten color glossy photos with circles and arrows and the paragraph on the back of each one. Explain what each one is. There's a very large question that hasn't been answered yet. What is he printing? That's if he's a good doing question. as much printing as y'all are saying, he's got to be printing a lot. That's a good question. And I don't well, think it's just copies of his ass because he's only done that a couple times. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm uh, thinking it's work stuff. I don't stuff. know how he got up on there, but... Flyers for the city fair. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who knows? I, I don't know. Work stuff, political stuff. All right. Who knows? I mean, I, I mean, after the interrogation, I expect to have we'll, the answers uh, I'm looking for. We'll grill him next time. Oh, yeah. We got the jumper cables. Except now he's... We got a metal bucket. Well, of course, and, and like, like any good investigator. I haven't revealed all the information I have. Mm-hmm. I'm holding some information back. Maybe you should share that with the good cop so we can. <laughs> oh, I will later. Work on, okay. I will later when we're not. Wait, who's going to be the good cop? The Bruce JPM? Is, no, Bruce is good uh, cop. Clearly, the JPM you don't would be good at that. To the to the other show. I, I haven't in a couple weeks. Because I'll admit. our routine is flawless, sir. Mm. We can we can make we can make a drug addict crack. Mm. I heard that you guys broke Stu. He's still broke. Okay. He's yeah, still not yeah, right. No, we, we, we broke the out of him. Uh, count it. Ah, count it! That's more than three! The entire last week during the show, he just had like these these cornered animal eyes darting about yeah, like, just waiting on it. like he's still messed up. All of his texts this week have been sad. <laughs> he's just waiting on it. You sure it's not just the drugs? Probably the drugs. Uh, you know. Don't give yourselves too much credit. It probably has drugs a lot. don't really make him sad. He would probably have been like, all right. Like every drug's an upper to him. And then, 
then you know we just kind of we broke him, dude. There's no doubt about it. Like he really Shouldn't thought he have resisted. He really felt like he was in an interrogation. To be fair, uh, Stu is not a member even of had our a lodge or and, and the fraternity as a whole. Yeah, or the fraternity. So this is just a a uh, friend of of folks. Just throwing that out there. Don't need people running around saying we got a lodge full of drug addicts. <coughs> What you clear your throat and look at me for? I can pass a drug test right <coughs> now. Go to Walgreens, get one. You just, you can need you really hurry. get someone to pee for you for, that For fast? the record, no. I, you I, need I'm pretty sure he just says that. No. You like, need- like, I think maybe that was true the first couple of times he said it to me. There's no way every time he said no, it between then and now. There's, I just, there's no way. No, I need you to go. I really need the you to go. If you're going to do that, go do high. it right now before this stuff metabolizes. Oh. I can pass it right now. Not... 45 minutes from now, right now. I was now. wondering why you were leaving your piece sitting in that cup over there. I talk to, talk to you about your cousin, by the way. Don't worry okay. about what that's for. We had a random piss test at work. What? So I'm freaking out, like, going... So I go to him, I'm like, hey, Alex. Why, why uh, your I need you to test? I need you to I need you to pee in this, please. And he says, oh, you don't want me to do that. What? You'd be better off with your own. So... Why that, is your that work man, drug test? We... Theoretically, drug test. We don't actually ever do it. It's. <laughs> what the fuck? I need you to theoretically pee in this cup. Yeah. Okay, that's Wait, theoretically did. Here's the here's the equation that proves I could pee in that cup. Yeah. <laughs> now there's the big signs up everywhere about all employees are subject to. I need you to either pee drug or don't testing pee in this cup. and the zero tolerance policies and so on. But I work at a software company. That's what I'm saying. Full of like engineers and programmers. Half the company's gone if they yeah, actually drug test. And and I think they're aware of that. So, I mean, all those dudes are smoking pot. Oh yeah, it's not like they're That's doing. That's how drugs. they come up with they're those crazy pot. algorithms to make stuff faster. They go after the car, spark a J. No, 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 no. The weeds for after work. It's Adderall when you're at work. Oh yeah. No, no, come not on. for programmers, dude. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Mm, That's so, the thing. Some it, of the it, best it ideas for sure is. Some of the best ideas in our software were conceived by individuals. Oh, I agree. Who were you, baked well, okay. you get the uh, you get the uh, idea while yeah, you're baked, right? While you're doing the the oh, hard yeah, okay. work. Okay. When, that's that's that for the focus, so you can type out all the code. Makes sense. Or okay. so I've heard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I this is just reading the internet. This is, I don't yeah, know my, any my, of this. My, my cousin told me and Jason rumors around the office. That's this is just I don't. I don't. I'll pass a drug test right now, officer. How'd this turn into an interrogation of us? Anyway, I Jason, hope he doesn't get Jason, upset that you just outed him on the is, air. That is not what your cards. No, it's. It, I didn't. That never really happened. I just okay. wanted to throw something out there. But thanks for saying that. Now, all right. I was throwing it out there so everybody would rib on him, and then he would be all. Who's everybody? Yeah, who people, people on the subreddit. Work. Oh. And there's a couple guys that worked at that. I've worked I'm with a couple. Mad, of I'm mad at him. Think He's people not. People on our subreddit care if my cousin does. Yeah, drugs. no, they don't. Mm. I'm mad at him. He's not coming to my house for the thing. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I'm coming. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed he had a good excuse. All right. What's our first topic for the... Boyfriend spending too much time with Masonic activities. No, he's not. Get over it. Move on. Next topic. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll move on. No, 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 no. no. We have to have have to to talk about it. He's doing two or three nights a week. Her dad's a mason. She's got like a brother. It's she's got a whole bunch of family members that are masons. They're like, hey, you know, she's like, I encourage it. You know, if it was one night a week, fine. But it's like two or three nights a week that he's doing this. And like people on our on the sub were kind of nasty to her. And she's like, hey, 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 hey. I'm a daughter sister. Con- Who's blowing my phone up? 
and I, you know, and was this due to Mason before he met her? Yeah, yeah. So he got with the girl whose father and brother were Masons. Uh, I'm guessing that's the way it went down. Hmm. I don't have video of their whole relationship. What are you asking me for? <coughs> Blue spheres. Moving on. But Go she ahead, was Jake. just like one a reality check. If she's out of line or if he's out of line. Well, then come to find out, he's like in the line of, of the shrine. He's like up there in the shrine. He's like the master of his lodge. And it's like, yeah, that oh, dude's going to be okay. gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be back in about a year. You'll see him again in a year or two. Calm down. Mm. At some point, you get to the point like our... Uh, our beloved brother in the wheelchair here who like his wife had some kind of surgery so he wasn't going to be able to come to lodge because he had to like take care of her for like three months the next meeting two weeks after this happens he's rolling in the door <laughs> well, like, i thought you had to be at home taking care of your wife like, yeah she, she suggested i go to lodge tonight <laughs> at some point you, you get there in your marriage and then right that's when you go become grandmaster or whatever because you know that's kind of where I'm at. You can at. be gone all the time. She's so anxious for me to leave sometimes. I'll act like I'm going to lodge, put on lodge clothes, go out the door, come back an hour later. What are you doing? Oh, you're watching TV. All right. Okay. I'm going to go back out again. <sighs> then I go outside the door for five minutes and open the door back up, see what she's hid real quick. Dude, nothing's worse than the the Grand Junior Warden's reception dinner, which you never go to with me. No. So our Grand Junior Warden, every year like there's these gag gifts they get. Well, this year... The Grand Junior Warden's gag gift at his reception banquet was a large packet of batteries that was presented to his wife. <laughs> now, now the way they set this up, the way they set this up was... I know that's not oh, what they were thinking, but it's shit. what I'm thinking. He's, he's got, well, that's what everyone what else is thinking, too. What size were the batteries? They were, like, I don't know. They were double A, triple A. Oh. Like but, like... If only they were C's. Like, right. Since your husband's going to be gone a whole lot for the next year... Uh, we thought that uh, you were going to need something to do while he's gone, you know, to utilize your time. So here's this giant pack of batteries. And then they let everybody snicker for a few minutes before it points out, like, no, these are for the remote control so that you can <laughs> control the TV while he's gone because that's, like, the perk of him being gone. But everybody else was, was already so far down another rabbit hole. The guy who bought that... that. <laughs> Was like, I, I would have been like, no, seriously, they're double A's. I don't understand. They're, they're for the remote control. Why are they snickering? Oh, it was I the funniest thing. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. I didn't know it was going to be this big of a hit. What? What? Somebody's yeah. explaining, whispering. You know, people use. Uh, well, you see, you you can use those. In, well, look at my phone. <laughs> uh, so it's thoughtful. Like, here you go. You can have the remote control. And then nice. I'm over here at this table with Tony just, just dying. Look around, all these old guys trying to hold their, their face straight. Like, because, <clears throat> you know, it's a formal dinner. Everybody's in a suit and tie. Their wives are there. I don't understand why these gentlemen are snickering. I, I, she can control the remote control. I, why is that humorous? Is Isn't that what you would want to do when I was gone? Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's why he's gone so much. Yeah. Calm down. He'll be back in a year. Mm. Maybe two. I don't know. It's quarter when he gets out of the Or he might, you know, get hoodwinked into something else and... Yeah. God help you. You so, really don't want him around anyway. You just think you do. Here's my big topic for the week. Oh, yeah, this one. Are we doing this, like, in the middle of the show? Yeah, fine. It's we, on the board in that order. Let's go. Well, no, no, let's no. do it now. I mean, like, I kind of want to be mad about that one at the end of the show. I'd rather that one be at the end of the show. I want to end on a low note. Okay, well, we'll do that one. Uh, $500 stolen from a initiate. So he was a local... It's a bunch of bull stuff. 
he was kind of like a local type celebrity, like he's well known in the community. <clears throat> so they had a large turnout for his initiation. And while his um no, edit that. While he didn't have his wallet on him and it was in the preparation room, um somebody snagged 500 bucks out of it. Was this in Ohio by chance? I don't know where it was. Mm. Hmm. I could only hope. Anyway. Harlan and I would like to hope that it is. Well, I'll say it's Ohio. No matter what state it's in, it's... It's horrible. Yes. <laughs> it's like... That's like the worst thing you could... I mean... That's unfair. The guy's entered me. apprentice I degree. I, it's First of all, it's that dude's degree like his that you first stole night money from. In a lodge. <laughs> that's so messed up. Two... Like, now that's what he thinks about the Masons. He may never be back. No, to be fair, like, later it was pointed out that the Lodge decided to, like, reimburse him that money, half of which out of the Master's own pocket, like... Well, that's what they, they should have done. Yeah, and and they did very quickly, like, the same night, as I understand. But still, this guy knows that it was yes. taken by somebody yeah. there. What's mm-hmm. that do for your trust in the fraternity, knowing that somebody there is a thief who stole from the brand new guy? You want to talk about my coat again? That's I was getting there. Okay. We were going to talk about this, then we were okay, going to get into the on. coat theft. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But like, here's my question. Like, and here's what really irritates me about it. Like, if the dude needed money that bad to steal, and legitimately needed money that bad to steal, and he was one of us, you know, he could have went to a couple of people and was like, "Hey, I really, really need some money," and he would have probably got whatever he needed. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of. Well, the problem, <clears throat> and we need to make sure we mention this, this was a big night for that lodge, and there were a bunch of people there. Oh, that yeah. they didn't know. Several yeah. other lodges. Yeah. But, I mean, it could have, but it's so, still the same fraternity. Yeah. No, but I, I'm just saying, like, it, it wasn't somebody at that lodge, more than likely. More than likely Maybe it, it was, wasn't. but... I mean, who knows? There were a lot of people there. The four walls of a regular lodge, in this Masonic jurisdiction in particular, are like the only places on on God's earth where I feel... Like, safe and at ease and not worried my, about watching yeah. my back. Yeah, I leave my brand new phone laying everywhere. Sometimes I forget oh, yeah. where I've left it and yeah. have to go look for it. Have y'all seen my phone? So half the time I walk out from this room to that room, there's a laptop sitting on a table out there. Yeah, with, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. nobody's going to take it it's is not, the thing. It's not a thing. It's yeah. Well, I leave my bag out there. I leave my laptop bag out there mm-hmm. on that table. I leave uh, my bag that has these two hundred dollar headphones and God knows what else in it. Right, I, keys to cars. <laughs> yeah, I usually leave the keys for my car in the parking lot on the table closest right, to the door. Right, right. Closest to the door. The one closest to the door. The side door. Yeah. For all you public folk on the open internet listening to the show that happen to know where we are. Yeah, they're right there. There, there Just, probably are a few of those. Jason. You could walk in and get them. Hmm. Grab them. Be gone. <laughs> You don't have to put the key in the car. I have one of those like RFID keys where you just get close to the car, hit the. You don't have to hit the button. You just hit a button on the door handle, and it automatically opens for yeah. you. And you just hit the start button if the key's in the car to start. And for your convenience, we typically record Sundays around noonish. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that would be a good time to come steal my car. Yeah. Yeah. The problem here is you never know when some random guy from this lodge is going to be dropping in at like any time of the day, right. at any day of the week. <clears throat> and if you're not one of us well even if you are one of us but especially if you're not and you're like trying to steal something and somebody happens to show up that would be that would be bad it's for gonna you. end very very badly <laughs> for you so just keep that in mind too it would 
the cops would have to be Black called. Hand. No, the cops would be called after the fact That's because they're members of this lodge. The cops would have to be called to clean up the mess. Yeah. To take the report, not yeah. to stop you. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how, like, I don't even know how, if I was in this lodge, how I would handle it. What I'd probably do is lock the door and nobody else leaves, turn off the lights and say, throw the $500 in the middle of the room and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. No questions asked, and then we'll turn the lights back on in like 10 seconds. <laughs> I mean, because you're talking like a legend of the temple great offense where, the, like, you know, the master is sending out the search parties. Like, someone's going to be found. And, and I, I, I really think if I was master, I'd bar the door. Yeah. And, I, you know, and we. Well, were, he didn't discover this until, like, the end of the degree. Yeah. And, you know, during an EA degree, like, people, people split, trickle out. Yeah. Like during the night, so. and that guy probably left as soon as possible. Well, I would hope so. He has to know how this would end if if he, he was caught. caught. Unless, and an expulsion would be the least of your worries. Unless, and here's another thing that I think happens sometimes because mm-hmm. it's happened I think twice around here. Oh yeah, somebody knows that when we're back here, the Tyler is asleep out there. And he is can come in and steal whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't the the fish fry money? No, 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 no. Didn't didn't the the thing say that his wallet was in the south? Yeah, it was in the lodge room. Oh, it was in the lodge. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. in the prep. No, they don't leave the valuables out in the prep room. They leave them <coughs> like in the lodge so that they're safe. So there's no oh, way. Oh no, it was, there's, there was a brother. Yeah, there's, yeah, in the lodge. As hard as that is to come to terms with, yes. I can't even give him that out. He was a brother. He was a worthless POS. Unless it was somehow taken out point of sale system before his wallet. It was a worthless point room. of sale. Mm. I don't think so. No, I, this I, dude, I, think, I wouldn't think so either. But <clears throat> I think I, mean, I think know. this is like a guy who like five hundred dollars isn't gonna hurt him. It's kind of like yeah, that's like carrying money. That's like forty bucks to me or you. It's just what we got in our wallets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah. It was a man of the lambskin mm. who has done this. That sounds dirty, just so you know. The way you said that. The crime was, was dirty. It, it was, well, but a man of the it. lambskin sounds... He I don't it done know. to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. what's happened around here twice, and you were the victim of this once. We got a lodge up the road here where everybody rides their motorcycle to lodge. It's like the cool yep. thing to do. And while they were upstairs having lodge, somebody just come in and stole all their leather coats. Just like went <laughs> down the down the coat hangers with like an arm and just dink 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 and then oh, walked yeah. out. Wow. Yeah, and we're not talking like here where a couple guys ride their bikes. Like this we're lodge up like the road, fifteen people. Like everybody that was at lodge was on a motorcycle. God, how long do you have to be? Sorry. Well, again, I think that was somebody that knows they're going to be upstairs for at least 25 minutes. Now, they always lock the door downstairs, yeah, but, somebody could but somebody left. Walk out, go to the bathroom oh. or something. Because, like, the door, when they go upstairs, the Tyler locks the door and then the goes Tyler upstairs. you got to ring the bell if you come to Lodge late so that the Tyler can come down and let you in. Because they're not in the greatest part of town. So they're so then the dude who left is probably the one who took the coats. Well, no, he, I think he just left the door, the door unlocked. Because you can't lock it back because it's a deadbolt. He didn't have a key. Somebody took the opportunity. Yeah. But, again, the part of town that they're in is... It's shady-ish. I mean, it's it's not like... It's, it's not suspicious. it's not the hood, but it's... It's hood adjacent. Yeah. It, I mean, there's random people walking around. I watched our uh, 
our good friend and buddy that comes here all the time that, you know, lost his legs in the motorcycle thing, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He got propositioned by a couple prostitutes while we're standing outside this? of this lodge. Where, where was this? So what did they look like? Were they good looking or? How much though? That's, yeah. What was the price That's for the this? this? The point was. How much for both? His response You're after the they left. Part of the, the unimportant part of this story. His response after they left was he didn't have enough sandpaper to get off whatever would have been the result of that. So I'll double back. It's fine. Oh right. Okay. So extra fine. If that gives you an idea of the kind of part of town <laughs> that it's in, it's across the street from a liquor store. Sandpaper, like <laughs> not condoms. <laughs> like on the uh, surrounding this lodge, there's like a liquor store on one side, and then like this old rundown bar and an auto shop where everything's in Spanish, and then and another lodge is the funny oh yeah, part. there's a lodge, lodge directly across the street, almost like yeah. catacorner across the street. But they're in another district, so they didn't have to ask permission. Uh, yeah, but like I yeah. could, I could throw a rock. You can yeah. and hit another brother at another. I lodge. mean, you can see their parking lot. Like, don't, you, don't do and, that though. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, y'all still our coats? <laughs> I know it was you boys across the street. It ain't funny. Bring them back. I bought a nice long overcoat a few years back. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Never had one before, and I needed a coat a to go coat. with my suit. It was, it was a nice was, coat. Was it a pea coat? I caught it on sale in the spring. I don't you think didn't answer the question. I don't know, what, I don't, the I don't know what that is. Uh, what is it? I can't describe it. It's a long coat. It's, it's like a long a, overcoat. No, this was a kind long like coat. A fuzzy type coat. It, yeah, yes. it was like wool. I think. I think it was a pea coat. Yeah. So it, was, coat. Okay. It, it went to like mid calf, dude. They this was buttons, a nice coat. Like, like, yeah. Like. Well, no, they're not that big. Not that big. No, but, but I mean, they're just black buttons. They blend into the coat. You can't really yeah, see them. Yeah. They were oversized, though. Yeah. That's so they were bigger than. It was a really nice coat to go with my suit. I bought it in the spring because it was half price. Flat collar. Yeah. 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 Half price, it was, dude. It was like it was like a four hundred dollar coat. It was a yeah. super okay. nice coat. Yeah, 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 it was like two hundred bucks because it was half price because <laughs> it was springtime. But it was a cold day in March, so I got to wear this coat to lodge. Okay, and he was styling it, dude. I didn't love this coat. He didn't take it off. He was yeah. inside eating dinner with this coat yeah. on. He didn't take it off. Till it was time to go into the lodge room. So it's the end of the third section, and I have to go back in there and do some stuff. So and I hang doing, my coat me up. Me and in him the are doing degree work. Yeah. Hanging up so the coat into room. the third section, you're still wearing the coat? No. No, no, no. We he takes outside. the coat off when he goes into the lodge. Yeah, okay. we were outside between sections. Okay. Came back in. Most people are gone at this point. Okay. So it's just a handful of core guys at our traditional observance lodge. Yep. Yeah. I was already gone. And I, I hang my coat up, go out into the lodge, do my thing. Ten minutes later, we're closing the lodge. I come out, go to grab my coat, and it's not there. Ten minutes later? Yeah. Yeah. Disappeared in 10 minutes. And y'all are talking about the lodge that I know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Was, now, this lodge isn't in a bad M- part it, of town. No, this lodge is in the no. middle of a retirement community. That's, I mean, yeah. It's M- it's an MM night, too. So, like, there's people from other lodges there and mm-hmm. such. But still, it's... So, I thought some old guy must have taken yeah. it by mistake. Surely somebody like, thought it was his. It was his. So, so there would be another coat there, right? It had like my somebody left a coat there. Then. No, if you're no. an eighty-year-old dude, yeah. and you don't remember if you brought your coat or not. It you was step cold outside enough. And it's it, chilly, and it maybe was, it wasn't chilly when you got there. It was like, cold oh, enough that everybody coat wore a coat. Yep, there's every, a pea coat. It was just like mine. And it this was is, snow. This is what it I was thought. Cold everybody wore a coat. <laughs> so I thought that's fine. My monitor's in the pocket, like the monitor that was given to me when I was raised, that everyone signed and so on. So names right there in the front. My name's there. Yeah, I'm very lodge. easy to get in touch with. My everybody, lodge is there. Right. Everybody knows who he is. Plus, yeah. he's got a lodge number. So not only that, but the key to my front door was in there too. Oh, so yeah. when I got home, I had to wake up my wife because I couldn't get in the house. Hmm. But but there wasn't an extra coat. 
No. There wasn't any, like somebody. Jason, we've already covered that. But yeah. I'm just saying, I need yeah. to make that clear. Got it. So I started the search after about a month when nobody called to tell me they had my coat. And I'm thinking, well, it's springtime, so some old guy's got it hanging in his closet, whatever. He'll find it next year. Yeah, right. I went down the Tyler's roster, called everybody that was there that night. Mm-hmm. Nobody had any sign of it. A couple old guys like, well, it could have been me, but I don't think it was. I, I got my same coat. Let me go check my closet. So three years later, there's been no sign of this coat hmm. at all. I bought another one. I've I've moved on. <laughs> he has not moved on. For but the record, he has not stopped mourning. It's not on blame. Coat. It's not about the <laughs> coat. The thing it's is, about I was at Lodge. As much as I hate saying it was a brother who did it, I cannot imagine somebody in that area just walking in there, stealing one coat, taking yeah, taking a coat, and then they would have taken everything. They would have well, taken. There's every not coat. a lot that's valuable. Well, no, there's that big case of like antique Plus, stuff right coat. there in the lobby. I mean, you're not going to take. It's a not coat. locked. I'm sure it was a nice coat, but yeah, I mean, somebody wouldn't have looked at it and been like, that's a $400 coat. Well, yeah. but my point is you're going to steal every coat that looks like right, you might right, be able to get right, 20 right, bucks right, for. Right, right, right. Yeah, but nothing else is missing You're not going to just my take coat. one coat. Because the master like went through the closet and checked the antique case and stuff. Like Nothing else is missing. Just my coat. So, And then there's the story of our fish fry money. Well, this one, yeah. This one it's was probably in the back of some old. This guy's one closet. wasn't our fish fry money. No, that's you'll, possible. You'll, actually. you'll find <laughs> it. You'll find it when he dies and his wife uh, finds your. Harlan, I found this coat and uh, it's got a book that belongs to you in it. You want your what, book back? Were you having an affair yeah. with my husband? Did hmm? Did you sleep with Henry? Because he would leave and say he's going to lodge. He'd come back <laughs> smelling like stripper musk, and he was always covered in glitter when he got back. And he's got the he's got the he's got the key to the front door of your house in his pocket. And I started counting the Viagra he had. <laughs> in some weeks there would be like two or three fewer than what there ought to be. All right, that's awful. Fish fry. <laughs> yeah. So we had uh, for the record that voice annoyed me, and I was doing yeah, right, it. right. Right. Yeah. We used to. I was, we, I was with it for about ten seconds, and after that, I was like, <laughs> okay. When this lodge did a fish fry yeah. before we stopped doing it, it went on for like twenty years. And one of the ways that this thing worked was, like, the startup money for the cash register was in this Jim Beam box that was in the freezer. And whatever profits there were would be there until somebody yeah. went to the bank. Like, we, everything was in this one, like, Jim Beam aluminum container. And we put it in the freezer because the freezer was padlocked because we had guys that liked to come take fish and leave money. Like, they didn't steal it, but... No, they would buy, like, leftovers. Like okay. whatever They can't they come on a do. Friday. There's right. one guy in particular right. that would come right. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And grab a case of fish, leave the fifty bucks. Nice. But the fish fries on Saturday morning. Right, right. I can't get more fish. That's yeah. That's a problem we've discussed before. Yeah. But there were people that would buy it after the fact. So too. that's why I had the padlock on there. But anyway, the, we kept the money in there, and it it had been kept in that same freezer in the same can in the same place for like twenty years. So I get a call one day. The lodge been broken into. Somebody stole all the money, and I'm thinking, oh, God, there's a giant jar out in the dining room with the mm-hmm. Retz Foundation collections in it. There's it had like 300 bucks in it, just there's, on the counter. There's a computer in there. We've got that gift case that had money up in it. What day of the week is this? Uh, it's like a <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday or, or something. Yeah. midweek. All right. There's a, uh, you know, we got the money up in the cabinet. There, there's, there was money scattered all over this place. We didn't have a safe at that point. Yeah. So I get over here, come to find out that the whoever had done it came in took a, a pry bar to the deep freeze mm-hmm. to break the lock off well, let's talk about how they got in first 
With open. I'm getting to that. Open the okay. open the container the money was in. Dumped everything out of it on the floor. Took the money. Left the container on the floor. But had the courtesy to lock the door back on their way out. Yeah. Like the deadbolt that you can only lock with a key. Nice. Mighty nice of them. So they had a key. And they went in the back door to the kitchen. Grabbed the money and left. So they never walked out into the dining room to know that all this other stuff was out there. And So whoever it was knew how things worked from 20 years ago when there wasn't Clearly any they money knew anywhere they else. There for. Yeah. yeah. But what they didn't know is there was only like 20 bucks in there, 30 bucks. No, it wasn't there much. was a couple hundred dollars in there. Yeah. Fish fry startup money was 250. Oh. So Yeah, they locked the door back so the, the detective comes over here. We hand him the lock from the freezer or whatever. He asked first thing, who has a key to this building? Mhm. Um well, uh every officer it'd be easier of this to tell you the lodge. Yeah. For the past 30 years, uh, and probably their kids and grandkids who happen to have their oh, stuff. and people that just wanted it for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because, again, everybody. we thought, you know, it's Lodge, so everything's safe. After that, of course, we invested in a nice, hefty safe, and all the cash is kept in the safe now. And, and so on, that's why we changed the locks every yeah, year. Yeah, and we had that's to implement a policy. Locks, yeah. You mm-hmm. got to state a reason why you want a key. That's all you got to do. You, you don't have to. Sign the sheet. Sign the sheet. So you've got a key. You don't have to be an officer or anything. Like you just got. I want a key because I want one. You'll get a key. Well, within reason. I mean, if you're like a new EA, doesn't yeah, you work don't that get one as a new EA. But if you're an MM who's regular, and you're like, I want a key because I come over here and sit down sometimes with my thoughts. You get yeah. a key. We're pretty liberal with the keys, but we know who has them, and we change the locks every year. Because the detective, when he heard everybody has a key, was suddenly not interested anymore. Yeah. He's like, we'll <laughs> look into it, and we never heard anything from them again. Well, I mean, what's oh. he supposed to do? Oh, that $250? Yeah. the city has a key to this so, lodge, what, what, what are you going to do? What we were we imagining. squad working overtime on that. It was like the Lebowski's uh, suitcase in his car. Was we had We had a particular orphan... I guess she's not an orphan because she was old enough and married, but... She was, like, on her fourth marriage. Yeah. Anyway, um, somebody associated with her. There are a lot of shady people around that related to an old late past master of ours who would have been around in those fish Fridays. So we just figure it was somebody's kid or grandkid that came in and got the money. And, again, it's the thing that Jason was hung up on with the 500 bucks earlier was, like, you know who we are. Your dad or granddad was one of us. If you were hurting so bad that you had to come and steal a couple hundred bucks from us, we would have gave it to you. Like we would have given it to you. That's why I mean, and that, probably that would then lead me to believe that it probably wasn't a Mason who did it. Well, no, it, we're pretty sure it wasn't in that case, but it was someone that was related to one. Right. Like, Actually, well, I've, I mean, we I've heard that, that it probably was. I've heard something else that makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Well, could have been that too. But even, especially if it's a brother, you'd know that. Like, why would you have to right. steal from us? Well, because if the brother's exhausted, well, yeah. If it's a guy that's taking a wrong path and he's on drugs, mm-hmm. we're not going to give him any more money because we know he's just going to put it in his arm. Yeah. If if it's that kind of case, then yeah, we're probably not going to give him money. So he's yeah. I mean, if he's stealing from his mom and dad or whatever, or his kids, he'll steal from the lodge too if he gets to that point. Yeah. It just. It hurts to think that that but happens. But this is a guy that come and sit in the lodge, though. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. The guy that stole this money, this $500 from this dude, is a guy that comes and sits in the lodge. Yeah. Which I find to be repulsive. Yeah. It's 
bad things happen to people that steal money who happen to be part of us. You know what that's like, huh? You know what that that makes me think? It's like if, say, for instance, Bruce, like if every Friday I had a special lunch that I, I had, if every Friday okay. I went to Dairy Queen and ordered oh, a special you son of a <laughs> special lunch. Uh huh. Did you hear my stomach growling? Is that what brought this up? I go to a park. This is how repulsive this is. I mean, if I go order a special lunch every day, look forward to it, or every Friday, and I look forward to it all week long to go yeah. get this special chicken all week. box. You only get it once a week. I only get it once a week, and then I take this chicken box to a, to the park, a park and enjoy eat it. it. Yeah, sitting on a bench, uh-huh. watching kids play and stuff while I eat my lunch. And it's my it's my happy place. Right. It's the one hour a week you, you, you get to be I, happy. Yeah, and then I get to a bench and open up my bag from the fast food place that mm-hmm. I only eat this one time a week in mm-hmm. the park in mm-hmm. my happy place yeah. and pull out a shitty fish sandwich. <laughs> That's how disgusting this would be to me. Huh. Do you know what I'm saying, Arlen? <laughs> I, I, I'm vaguely familiar with that sentiment. I hate you. That is downright repulsive. My, my stomach has been tied in knots since this happened to me today. Because that's my thing every Friday. It's, you, dude, you missed like, your happy time today? There are times when I when I call him during like a Friday for some reason. Like when I call him around lunchtime on Friday because i got to talk to him about something. Yeah. And he's like, hang on. He's like, yeah, let me get a chicken box. I'm like, oh, it's Dairy Queen Day. I forgot about that, buddy. He looks forward to it all week long. This is his, this is his happy place. I don't place. take lunch the rest of the week. So I take this one hour to get away from the people I work with and away from everybody. I go to the park. I sit in my car like by the lakeside and watch the ducks because there's no people. Under a shade tree, I roll the windows down, turn a little radio on in the background, and I Smooth eat my, my Dairy Queen and a blizzard and a cup of coffee, and it's like this this one hour I have every week. So I got there today. It's just yours, man. It's now, just you're eating something you enjoy that's not good for you, but you only eat it once a week. Yeah. Now my cousin knows about it, and he's going to mess with you. Mm, probably. He'll, he'll already be at that park eating. Oh, yeah. He'll be at that bench facing away, so Harlan has to walk up to him. Eating, eating a fish sandwich. Yes. Hey, making buddy. sounds of deliciousness. You want no, that fish, fish sandwich is horrible. But I ate it because I was hungry, and I had a meeting well, I had to get back to. It's the principle to. at that point. So I'm going to enjoy whatever's not, in this damn box. I mean, you're not going back, so you right. might yeah. Right, yeah. So it could have just been as a soon box as I full finish, of fries, and I'd be like, yep. Like, I start the car because I'm heading back to the office, and my stomach starts this gurgling noise <laughs> and cramping up, and I've been having, like, stomach pains well, all day. fish? Uh, fish from a Dairy Queen. Uh, how could it be a bad idea? How could there I- anything possibly go wrong Queen, with that? Harlan. There's no fast food fish you should eat. Even Plus, if it's a fast food fish place like Long John Silver's, you should not uh, eat that. That's, be- that's, like, above that's better, average. But that's better than eating yeah, a filet I'll, I'll of fish. i Long John Silver's, like, once or twice feel, a year, maybe. I feel worse about it if because the there's this day. old lady that works there <laughs> on the Friday afternoon. She runs the drive through window. I go there every week. Like, she knows me by name now. Like, as soon as I start making my order, she knows it's me and just says, oh, hey, yeah, I'll get the rest for you. Because mm-hmm. I order the same thing every week. Yeah. I'm the only guy that comes in on a Friday afternoon orders a coffee. That's kind of what tips her off. But she has the coffee ready for me because they normally don't have coffee. I believe week to week you do the exact same thing all seven so, days. Just week it's like week. Groundhog's Day except it's seven days yeah, instead well, of one. I always yeah, but he also enjoys talk it. about my yes. world. Oh, yeah, no, it's not like he's trying it. to get away from it. It's yeah. exactly that's, what he's trying to that's do. That's part of the autism spectrum. What was that it's, movie with uh, uh, oh, shit, the guy who got hit by the bus? Uh, a bunch of people got hit by a uh, bus, man. Just go on with the story. So, Stranger than fiction. She always knows me, and she always, like, they've messed up my order a few times, so she's always, like, on the lookout for me. So I came through, and she's handing me my stuff out, and, like, she opens the bag, and, like, I watch her look, and, like, there's there's the fries, mm-hmm. there's the grill burger, hands me my blizzard, my coffee, 
you know, asks how things are doing while she's handling this out. She's a nice lady. And then I, I pull off. I thought you got chicken. No, Jason came I, up with the I chicken thing. Chicken, anyway, okay, so like this fish fa- sandwich was wrapped in a grill burger wrapper. Uh, like it says uh, Dairy Queen grill burger on it. So they're like, deceiving you. She checked to make sure there's a grill burger in there. And then I always check the food because this Dairy Queen's notorious for messing stuff up. They once gave me my Reese's Blizzard with no Reese's in it. It so was you just mean a blizzard. So you mean it's a Dairy Queen? Yeah. Yeah. So that happens to me all the time. Like it's it. I have a routine similar to his. Every Tuesday, I wind up at a Dairy Queen or an ice cream shop of some kind. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go to Dairy Queen and order a blizzard with extra Heath, just so they put a normal amount in it. Sometimes I don't get the normal amount. There have been times... You just get none? There was one time I ordered it with hot fudge and extra heath. Okay. So, like, three ingredients. Two heaths and a hot fudge. Uh-huh. And literally, like, after, like, the fifth spoon, it was just pure ice cream from there down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on, Harley. Yeah. But this Dairy Queen's in, like, the really nice part of town, and it's all fancy, and you'd think they'd have their stuff together, but... Meh. Although... So. My son, you know how happy you were when you got a happy meal when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. That was like probably like one of the best days of oh, the month. Oh, yeah. Now, to like, be fair, back then they used to give like super awesome toys. They, they did. S- they still give some kind of awesome toys. Okay. Anyway. I thought they weren't putting toys in happy meals anymore because we well, don't live in California. Fat. Oh, okay. Um, so, one time, like when my kid first discovered happy meals, when the younger one first discovered happy meals, this is pretty recently because like he doesn't eat much. He's a picky eater. Yeah. But he loves chicken nuggets. Okay. So I'll take him to McDonald's occasionally. Who who doesn't love chicken nuggets? Exactly. Right. Like he won't eat anything, but he'll eat chicken nugget. Uh, hell yeah! Uh, so uh, get him a Happy Meal, and he gets home. He's excited to have this Happy Meal, his chicken nuggets, and his fries. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I get his fries out and give him his Sprite or whatever. I let him get there. And right. He's got his toy, and then I got to open his chicken nugget box, and I just open it and don't look and set it down in front of him. He's like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "What? Where's my nuggets?" And I look down at the chicken it's nugget empty? box, full of tartar sauce. What? <laughs> Completely full <laughs> to the rim. Hold on, packets or just the liquid? The liquid. Like, just like like you took like the tartar sauce dispenser and filled up a four-piece nugget container with tartar that sauce. That is awesome. And he's like, I want... What? And I'm like, dude, that is, that's tartar sauce. Yeah, and no, like, I could see how that would make him cry, but like, that's... To so me, he's that's crying, hilarious. throwing a fit. And at this point, I'm like, somebody else has got to listen to this. Cause, right. So I call so him McDonald's. So you just pick him up and take him to McDonald's? I, well, I call him because I live on top of Pikey Mountain. Right. McDonald's is a trek. Yes. I mean, the food's almost cold by the time you get to the top of the mountain. I forgot about that. Uh, so I call McDonald's. I was like, yeah, I got a Happy Meal for my kid. And we just got on. Do you hear him screaming in the background? That's because when he opened up his nuggets, it was full of tartar sauce. <laughs> and you hear one person in the background laughing their ass off? No, 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 no. Here's the best part. And I should have found out exactly what happened. Her exact words were, oh, that's where that went. <laughs> so she she was probably having like a fish sandwich or something. And, I don't know. And just grabbed a container much, to put tartar sauce in. Dude, this was more tartar sauce than I would eat on five pounds of fish. Like if you took my tartar sauce consumption, and I'm heavy tartar guy, over five pounds of fish, different meals, this is more than what I would have used then. 
Maybe it's just what they were using in the back to put on fish sandwiches because they were out of containers or something. I guess, man. It's possible. And it, it was just sitting on the thing, and it's sitting right next to where the chicken nuggets. I, I, this, this, it, if it wasn't for that horse, I wouldn't have spent I that year really in college. I really need an That's, explanation I, I now. Next time you go to that McDonald's, can you? because they'll remember. Oh, they're Surely gone. they'll. No, they're, they're all those people. It, McDonald's turns over about every three weeks. <laughs> so they're all fired? <laughs> yeah, they're gone. This isn't a McDonald's where you hold a job for well, the a manager long would period be there. of time. Actually, don't doesn't one of your brothers work there still? Yes, yes, he does. Could you see? He's been working there happened. for like three years. Could you get to the bottom of this? He might have been working that day. This was probably it was him. probably him. If I had to think about it, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, this is Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Mess with chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the heaven. Everything full of tartar sauce. Nothing could go wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he takes his job pretty seriously. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, Hence why he's still employed Relatively, at McDonald's Jason. for three years. He takes his job Relatively. more serious than other things. That's more seriously not... than any other kid that works at McDonald's. That's still not saying a lot. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it is for a teenager. All right, let's move on from fast food fuck. Fudge ups. Fluffles. <laughs> Excuse me. So feds want to ban biker logos of some... Outlaw biker gangs. That's a bunch of hogwash. Love it. Love it. Yeah, why not? You shut your it's face up. It's an incredible up. expansion of federal government regulatory powers. What's not to love? <laughs> Man, those words uh, flowed so smoothly. It was like silk coming out. I can't even see. You can't even argue that. You have to, you have to think about it for a I second. I mean, it's, it's just, it's wrong in every way. just massaged way. your ear canals. He did. It sounded pretty. And most tyranny sounds pretty at first. Yeah. Then it gets I real mean, ugly. Like it's, you know, we got to stop them somehow. They're being offensive. So uh, it was posted to our sub because there's biker gangs within Freemasonry. You got the Widow Sons out there being a. No, bite. I'm there sorry, are rider associations. associations. There you go. But how long before they, you know, you can't wear Patrick? So Ryan Mercer. Who well, is, we're calling him out by name. Uh oh. Yeah. No, Woo! this guy gets called by name. Bully pulpit. Yeah. Um, man, well, here's the thing. He has very um, strong opinions, and it seems to me every and they're time... they're always wrong. Yeah, it seems to me every time he states an opinion, it is the exact wrong opinion to the one I would hold. Um he says, uh, well, you know, if you dress like a criminal, you can't be shocked when you get harassed like a criminal. You take this rather personally. I do, because... Because you look like a criminal. Because I look like a biker. I was thinking like a moonshiner, but yeah, biker. Whatever. Let's go with that. I mean, if you put... Dude, if you put me in a leather vest and on a Harley, I'm a biker. You put me in a pair of bibbed overalls on top of Pikey Mountain, I'm a shiner. I mean, it's just... I, I have an outlaw look, apparently. And it's, so just a beard, apparently. I mean, I probably do, but it sounds kind of braggy if I say it. I mean, you do it intentionally. I yeah. don't do it intentionally. This is my face, dude. It's not an accident. With this beard? It's not an accident. It's just lack of doing anything. Like, I'm serious. You just stop shaving. This is what happens. You, this is one less thing I do a day. It, it, it's not an actively cultivated look. It just happens. Mm. <sighs> And so then I say, yeah, so we should round up every uh, Italian gentleman in a nice suit because more than likely he's in the mafia. We should. 
Then he said that was an idiotic comparison. I don't think so. And then I realized who I was arguing with and realized this was the guy that, in a roundabout way, without coming out right out and saying it, saying that Charlie Hebdo guys got what they got and deserved. Because hmm. we talked about him on the show then. And I was like, oh, it was that asshole. I'm in an argument with a guy that thinks that those guys... He's a brother. Deserve to get He's shot. He's his opinion. Let's stop He's with a, the name calling. Okay. You can be a brother and an asshole. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's my job to tell him when he's being an asshole. Like, check yourself, fool. Well, I, I don't know that broadcasting to the entire internet constitutes whispering of good counsel. You need to check yourself because you sound like an asshole on the internet. Oh, God. This is gonna this is gonna come back on it. Bob's over care. there getting all twitchy. I don't think that qualifies. As He's gonna write here. a blog about us, and more people read his blog than listen to our podcast. That's fine. I don't I don't care because here's the thing. Like that's completely un-American to me, and it's it's a completely unmasonic ideal to me that you would. American. Are you a Republican now? No. Uh, oh. Liberty. Yeah. Bruce is like, I'm out. I'm not messing with Ryan Mercer from Speedway, Indiana. From Speedway, Indiana? That's his that's his flair, dude. I'm not okay. saying anything he ain't got on the internet. I guess. Uh yeah. This thing is is problematic in so many ways. This this whole cuz what they're doing is like Rico enables the federal government to do seizures of property for organized crime. But here's my thing. It's like where where do you stop? Well, yeah. But it's never been used this way before. No, like this what they're confiscating is the intellectual property, property so the copyrights to those designs for their patches and then and of now course they're, they're going to be we can't wear these patches they're copyrights owned by the federal government so we're not going to wear them anymore yeah that's exactly how they're going to react to that mm-hmm. bob you can't wear that patch because we don't own the rights to that patch anymore what or maybe the feds are going to start their own biker gang Ooh. to show up to beat down the guys in Waco or wherever that are wearing their patch. Ooh. Like, this is our patch. You can't be posing. Okay, that whole thing in Waco, that like that was bad news, right? Well, like, yeah, that's a that's horrible thing. That's kind of what sparked all yeah, of this. That's a horrible thing. But can I point out to you that during that shootout, the bikers were shooting at each other. Cops showed up and started shooting at the bikers, and not one biker returned fire on a cop. <laughs> I would just like to say that I'm the kind of guy. Gentlemen? No, no, no. They just they have a code. They kill with a purpose. They were at war with this other biker gang. Cops showed up doing their job when they could have returned fire on the cops. They were like, "We're not fighting you. Stop it. You're just doing your job, and it ain't cool." And then they kept shooting at the other bikers. <laughs> Stop it! I'm trying to shoot over here. I'm just. Sa- yeah. I'm just saying. In an ideal world, the cops would cordon off the area. Let the bikers shoot each other. I mean, sure, go arrest whoever's left. But just cordon off the area. Make sure nobody accidentally walks into the shootout. Just let them shoot it out. I try and stop them. Yeah, I think they they tried this approach on the wire with, like, the drug amnesty area. You get the the, the mic on the car. Hey, y'all, stop it. Stop shooting. Oh, oh, wait. You mean, mean like, the sheriff in the press conferences? (laughs) That guy. He's like, well... Biker violence tends to incite more biker violence, so have we seen the last of it? Probably not. <laughs> We'd like to hope so, but probably not. 
and then like walks away from the camera. I'm who like, are the that's two gangs? Texas I've, I've never, nice. I've never found out who the two gangs were. I know oh. it was the Mongols and who else? Oh, who was the other one? It's a famous one that everybody knows about. No, no idea. Because there was, they were. <sighs> was it the Reapers? No, no. They're Iron like Horsemen. They're a recently famous one. The History Channel did like a recently whole thing famous. with the drug people. Oh, I can't remember their name now. Iron Horsemen? No. Banditos. Not, oh, the Banditos. So it's two, like... Okay. Never mind. No, no. Go ahead. I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't like the old guys. It wasn't the Grim Reapers. It wasn't right. the Hells Angels. It wasn't... No, the old guys. The Mongols are pretty old. But they're... They're skewing younger. The Hells Angels don't shoot at each other no more. But you see, I've got a they problem They might hit this. an oxygen tank and blow everyone up. But you see, I've got a problem with this because... Like, these are my people. Like, I hate saying it, but... Like, I know dudes who are in the Reapers. Yeah, we all do. They hang out at the same bar that the Masons hang out at. Like, around I, here. I yeah. have family members who were in the Iron Horsemen. But that's why the Widow's Sons chapter here makes their, like, their vests and stuff. They're very clearly marked as the widow Sons, like, we're Masons... And so even though they might wear the same stuff, the gangs are wearing... Like, they don't get messed with. Because, like, the bikers around here, for whatever reason, since I've come into the fraternity, there's this weird, like, respect for Masons, like, leave them alone. Yeah. Well, That's where we can walk into, like, the biker bar down the road, which is where we used to go after Lodge. There's, like, all these bikers in there, and and we just show up, and, like, everyone sees the ring or whatever, and you're you're fine. this story second or third hand. Mm -hmm. Um... But some of the widow sons people walked into the home bar of a local, well-known um, motorcycle outlaw gang, mm-hmm. wearing their patches, regalia. Yeah, clearly looking kind of like a motorcycle gang themselves. And this other group, the real one percenters, were upset about it. And instead of doing what they would have done to anybody else that come in their home bar wearing another gang's colors and beat them with a chain, they walked over and said, hey, man, would you go take that stuff and put it on your bike and not wear it in here, and then you can come back in and drink? And then these guys took their stuff out to their bikes, took off their jackets, come back in, and those guys bought those guys a couple beers. Hmm. Yeah. What I was opening that up for, though, is where does this, like, respect for the freemasons by biker gangs at least around here i don't know how does everywhere else come from like why do we get the special pass like no leave those guys alone because we're because we don't have beef with any of them like we're not fighting with any of them yeah but i mean if the guys from the lions club showed up at this biker bar they would not receive a warm welcome the lions club does not have the same mystique we do yeah they think we're like their cousins who aren't one percenters basically where they're respectful cousins yeah. who still have that bond between each other where we do anything in the world for each other. Yeah. And I'm not trying to nobilize the savages because there are some gangs that are savages, that their women are chattel and... Look at Arnold. Mm-hmm. He just got excited over that. He's like, "Where? what gang is this? He started bouncing in his chair. It's like, do you have a contact info, a petition or anything? Can I borrow your vest? Shh. I don't have a vest. I, I don't have a vest. That's why you keep that here. I keep telling you to take it home. I don't have a vest, dude. Shut All right, up. Got it. Is that what that is under your shirt? Shut <laughs> up. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, it's... Uh, I mean, yeah, a he lot wears of... wears his motorcycle vest over his overalls. 
<laughs> biker, Shiner. How else is he supposed Shiner. to go straight from the still to the bar? <laughs> Sorry. Right? I mean, dude, it's useful. <laughs> I don't. It's a uniform. I wear it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, my point is, like, I get that. I don't know. Like, a lot of them are really bad people. But does that mean everybody wearing jeans, motorcycle boots, and a t-shirt, and a leather vest should be stopped by the cops and harassed because they're wearing patches? Well, if we're not talking about local police, we're, of course, talking about the feds because anything the feds do is I'm is talking good. directly about Ryan Mercer's comment that oh. dress like a criminal, be treated like a criminal. Well, yeah. Mentality. I mean, I don't know. Does that mean everybody wearing a... Uh, I don't dress like a criminal. A, a, a rapper get up is now going to be suspected of gang activity. If I paint my face like ICP, does that mean I'm a juggalo? You yeah, actually here yeah, that it, would it, yeah. yeah yeah. Never mind on that one. That's a bad example. <laughs> I should be treated like. <laughs> if you dress like a juggalo, you're going to be treated like a juggalo. As you should be actually, because right, yeah, that's, that's face that, paint. That one fits. That is a subculture. That's the only way you look in that subculture. But there's plenty of people who aren't in that what subculture. What if I don't paint my face, but I just drive around with the hatchet man on my car? Is that okay? You should not be stopped Sh- should and Should I be harassed. treated like a, a juggalo? You should not be stopped and harassed. Can a cop pull me police. over and spray me down with Fago? Fago, yes. What if I have, like... That's like a compliment to a juggalo. <laughs> what if I have, like, one of those, one of those window decal stickers that says, Death to America in Arabic... In an ideal world, you shouldn't be stopped by the police and harassed. Okay. You will be. In this world, none of the police well, are going to know what that's Yeah, says, I was like, so. here in this part of the country, just having the Arabic writing is, is enough. Right. It could say, God bless America. It doesn't really matter. And just so you know, they don't really make a difference between the Hebrew and the... Oh, yeah, they do. Arabic. They don't know. Mm. No, they do. Oh, you're talking about Hebrew writing. I thought you meant people. No, no, no. No, yeah. the writing. They don't yeah. know. They're just going to see some foreign words on the back of a car. It looks like maybe it's so in the middle. All these gamers with the Japanese crap on their car. They, they know Japanese because they all got Japanese tattoos that mean strength and support and pride. And I don't know what oh, else. Those Chinese Army. tattoos that say you like to suck what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I um, got it from a Mexican guy downtown. It's Chinese. It means luck. And, you know, people were trying to make the long stretch that, well, you know, then they can't, you know, they're going to say the Masonic Police is a criminal organization, and so you can't, you know, wear a polo with a Masonic emblem on it. Speaking of which, that homeboy showed up in court with a jewel and an apron of a grandmaster, the Masonic Police guy. That's awesome. Came into his arraignment. I, I got to give these guys props. Like, I mean, they're like, taking it all the way, the, dude. The cojones. They're taking it all the way. They're like, we. the con has been flipped, but we're just going to keep on pretending like we ain't been busted. Uh, I mean, hey, they, that's, that's follow fantastic. through, man. You stick with your story. Right. Oh. You stick with your story. He's wearing the apron and jewel. This is a formal court, and you will address me as... Something. Worshipful officer of the Knights Templar of Grand Masters of the World. And that is a naval flag, and I will not stand trial in a court that has a naval flag. Get a real American flag in here. <laughs> Those guys, I can't I can't like ever take any discussion about that organization seriously. I still I, don't know what the hell they were trying to do. Like I just want to know what their plans were. I don't know. I feel like if I could stand up with a straight face in front of a judge in an open courtroom wearing a grandmaster's apron and jewel and still maintain that claim, I, I don't know. I kind of envy his his ability. Unless he's like delusional, which is less cool. I mean, he's got to be. 
Yeah, or he's just a really good troll. <laughs> and then he's going to find out after he's in jail, he's going to present like the the bloodline tree with hard evidence that he's a direct descendant of Jacques de Molay <laughs> and like has the authority to start this police department. <laughs> I like it. And then everybody just kind of stands there. Well, damn. <laughs> now we got to report to this guy we've made fun of for the past six months. Oops. <laughs> uh, sorry, boss. Uh, we, we didn't know you was for real. Thought you was scamming us. Uh, All right. Yeah. So that last topic, Henry, why don't you uh, run on that for a minute? What, the, the, the free born clause that's only used in a select number of jurisdictions anymore? Yeah. That one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The requirements to be a mason. Yeah. That you are a man freeborn of lawful age. Which a lot of people have translated into... Translated. A lot of people have translated into that meaning what? No. It means that you are not enslaved. Or... Or indentured. Or otherwise not in control of your own destiny. Or were once not a slave. Or were never a slave. Because if you... I think the thought on it is if you were a slave and then freed, that you owe your freedom to someone so you would have someone you owe allegiance to before here. Yeah. I, I feel like... The modern, I was given the the most recent interpretation of that is that you're not indentured to someone else. You're not owned by someone else. Which here in the United States isn't really a thing. It says free because we all are oh, kind it, of indentured to our employers. And it's, it, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, magic. Woo-hoo. I mean, a long time ago in the United States, and not that long ago by like a hundred and some years, it, it was a thing where yes. people owned people in this mm-hmm. country traded each other like cars and traded people like cars and such. Yeah. It was madness. Chaos. I don't know that it was chaos. Moral it depravity. was madness. Okay, yeah. it was organized madness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. That's the explanation I've always given for that that was given to me was that you're not indentured to anyone. Like in the colonial era when you came over on the boat and you had the seven years of indentured service to somebody, fair. you couldn't join the lodge till you finished that. Yeah, that's not fair because... Oh, well, when you finish it, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Like, the, the free-born thing should just say free man. In fact, that's the wording that's been gone with in various jurisdictions is... Well, at least one that I know of. It was officially changed. Like, this is the phrase, you are a free man of lawful age. That's the requirement. Okay. I like that. That sounds better to me, that you're a free man, because you have to be a free man to be a Freemason. I mean, that, that makes sense. And it's only a problem... Where, is that where the free part comes from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. It's only a problem in the what's United the, States... What's the G stand for? Because slavery and racial tensions are tied together. It's a unique American situation. There's been slavery in the rest of the world. It just wasn't only of African men It was and women. It was of, like, anybody. Well, it was longer ago, too. There's that. We were um, one of the last countries. Not that so much longer. Quite a bit longer. Not in, not in national terms. I mean, a century before us, the United Kingdom abolished it. That's a long time. Not in... You were just saying it was only a hundred right. years ago. That's, that's I'm like only a hundred years before that. Been for us, but in forty years ago for us, yeah, hundred actually hundred fifty. Wow. I mean, there are other countries in the world Time where like slavery is still practiced, and it, it's not based on your race. 
So I think this just becomes an issue here because well, of racial connotations, and that's why it's even talked about. I don't know if you've read your Bible or not, Harlan, but slavery. Yes, is I'm well aware. Slavery is the foundation of my religion. Thanks for bringing that up. But I was going to bring up the fact that it's okay to own slaves. No, in other places, it's never you been sure okay. Bring up for the Jews farm equipment. No, no. Are you sure? Yeah, we're yeah. pretty. We're you, pretty you, damn sure. You want Bruce. to talk about your favorite kind of farm equipment? No. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> I have no idea what it. he's talking I'll about. Go. So what else we got going on? Anything? This Nothing. Week? No, we're closing it. Uh, it's Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. I'm going to Jason's house. Yeah, my buddy. First paid holiday in my life. Woo! Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I'm working. I got bad news for you. Come Tuesday, you're gonna wish you just worked the holiday. It'd have been easier. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. It really ain't worth that free paid day off. You know, I have worked like several dozen of those now, right? Oh, well, yeah. Now at least you get paid for the double mail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then, I suppose this has been all of episode 73. Good supposition. That's, I mean, it's, it's close. We can see the Almost. end. There's just a tiny bit more. Yeah. Is there? Take us home, Harley. Yeah. Of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you from the smoke-filled back rooms of a local lodge near you, where we spread daily the intemperances and excesses of fraternal love, brotherly relief, the truth of Masonic society. Uh, I can't even say that with a straight face. This song isn't that long. Dude. Oh, it's not? All right. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on uh, Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. Numbers in the show notes. You can find us on IRC at irc.snoonet. Don't go to Quignet. Snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. As always, this episode has been brought to you by the refreshing taste of Canada Dry Tin. Same great taste. Oh. Only 10 calories. Boom. Bye. Bye. She doesn't believe what she is at all.